Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio. Final lead. Final lead. We are on the air. No doubt. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And the definite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring of our specifics and the movements on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetic of sound through the Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And the definite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics and the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetic of sound through the air. Same as your thoughts transmits it. Get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intentions straight out. All right, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories and shit that works. You have activated Python's land in which I produced this black chemical called melanin. We, what we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. No doubt, playtime is over, over. And, of course, that was uh, myself, Brother Panic, and the guy, Stacy from out of Detroit, doing the work on that one. And, of course, we had to the God. You already know, man. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close, you both lies on my identity. I feel like he who steps, architect like M.O. Self. 
son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll right, that was written in gold. We hold the old glimpse that was never untold. Living it like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal. I worship no idols. My style of all the gems going down in the spiral. You stuck in your roof. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you step on the stoop. Got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get played like flu. You wish the sun of the saw, a gift from the gods. Roof flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light. Not everybody go to king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating cheese until we are ethereans. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So long, souls are raw. Magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below the souls. Just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells. To break free, we must be refined. Masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions and religions. Denominations that's close schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. I began ready for part two. Literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric times. Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah's Witness. Mormons versus seven day advances. Skeptics, atheists, and agnostics. Divine and constant tactics of the reptilians. Lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. Though we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle mind control, civilian suggestion. Brainwashing indoctrination. Using religious politics, education. Economics, health, and labor. But oh, that's
Um, it says on there, does not contain the necessary nutrient, iodine. But it's necessary, but yet the damn salt don't have it. All right? So it's trickery going on. And so we're going to you know, get into how to get and circumvent and find the loopholes in this system as far as health is concerned, um, dealing sexually. All right? So um, let's get into it. The pineal gland. Um, being the highest gland acts as a step-down transform of electromagnetic energy, all right? So that means the energy comes from on high, the sun, the cosmic um, energy, the stellar um, forces or rays, and they come down into the hair follicles, which are curl within melanated beings into a shape of a nine or eight, all right, um, seven, you know, down into um, mankind with six, all right? So this energy comes down, and your hair follicles act as a um, a transformer of this electromagnetic energy into the pineal, the pineal down into the pituitary gland, pituitary gland down into the thyroid gland, parathyroid glands down into the adrenal glands, spleen, pancreas down into the uterus and ovaries um, within the man, um, the testes and prostate. Right, but they all have these colors that looks like rainbows. All right, that are, tra- are um, emitted from them. All right, so at the pineal gland, it has the fastest electromagnetic energy pulse of the spectrum, which is the violet color. The pituitary gland, the indigo color. The thyroid gland, um, the color sky blue. All right, the um, adrenal gland, pancreas and spleen which is all sits in this middle area of the torso, is the color yellow, all right, for symbolizing solar plexus. Um, down to the navel is the color orange, all right? Of course, the heart is green. We get back to that one, which is the thymus gland. And then on down to the ovaries and the testes in the man or woman, which is also the uterus and the, and the um, prostate gland, is the color red. All right, so red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. These are the seven colors. All right, the same colors of Roy D. Biz is the same colors in which that um, you have within these particular endocrine glands. All right, so once again, we're going to go over the endocrine glands again the pineal gland, pituitary gland, thyroid, parathyroid glands, the, thal- the, um, the thymus gland, which sits actually above the heart. Um, the adrenal glands, um, also the spleen and pancreas, all of that sits right there in the solar plex area, um, down into um, the navel, um, which correlates to the sacrum bone um, in the back, which is right above the crack of the behind, where the kundalini is the abode, um, you know, and then down into the ovaries and testes. So there's seven chakras, endocrine glands, which are called the seven African powers, right? This is symbolic to Abatla, Emiya, Oya, Oshun, Ogun, um, Shango, and um, Ishu Elegba. These seven um, African powers correlate to the seven endocrine glands, also correlates to the seven eyes of Allah, also correlates to the seven um, thunders of God, also correlates to the seven stars of man, also correlates to the um, seven eyes, 
all right, of God, which is also mentioned in the book of Revelation. Um, as well as also it correlates to um, the seven Elohim, all right, the seven sons of Adalabra. All of this is the same thing, all right, talking about the spectrum, um, colors, the chakras, all right. So we know that the pioneer gland symbolizes the crown chakra, which is violet, but the sound for that is the eye tone, the eye sound is the note, is B, right? So the so actually the musical note is B, but the sound is I. I All right. Then you have the pituitary gland, often called the third eye, the indigo um, color, and it's the A sound or the A note, and the sound is the E. E. Then you have the throat, all right, which is the thyroid parathyroid gland, and that is blue, all right, which is the G on music, on musical notes, and the sound is the A sound. A. All right? And you have the heart, right? The thymus gland, which is colored green. It's the F musical note, but it's A-H. Then you have the solar plexus, which is colored yellow. All right? It's the E note, and it's the high sound. All right. The car sound is for the adrenal glands and kidneys. Oh. And to relieve and to relieve um anger from the liver is all right. For the navel, sacral is the color orange, which is the D note, all right, which is the O. Oh. All right. Then you have the root or base chakra. All right. Um, the genitalia, which is red. All right. And that's the C. And that's the U sound. U. On a daily basis, at least twice a day, you would do each one of these seven times. All right? So if you start at the crown chakra, you would say the eye tone seven times. I. I. And etc. Seven times each one, twice a day. All right? That would keep you in harmonial balance. Now, there's another one which comes from Tibet, which is, which is a very powerful one. This is similar to the one that you might have seen, um, the technique that you might have seen if you're paying attention very hard at Green Mile, the movie, all right, with John Coffey, who's played by Michael um, um, Eric Duncan. All right? On there, he was, he was a shaman, and he took the disease 
of the individual in which that he touched as far as producing the healing effect. But he, in order to bring that, to, to pass that energy off of him, he had to get somewhere quiet where he was able to um, breathe that those toxins and poisons from out of his system because he took it on. So this is a picture of that. All right? So this this should be done at sunrise when possible uh, when the sun is at in other words, around um, right around horizon when when the sun comes up around the horizon, so around six thirty morning. This is um, also um, sun gazing. This can also be done at the same time, right? Any higher, the sun would be powerful, all right? Especially if you have light eyes, all right? So that means you have um, um, black, dark brown eyes. You straight, but you have, you know, um, hazel, green, um, gray, blue, then, you know, um, you might not need to do it for a long period of time. Um, the time for, for the eyes are lessened as far as being able to Sunday. But you would sit in a cross leg with your hands on your knees or either in a chair, within your head, back, inhale through your nose and eventually sun's energy entering your body down the front of the spine and wrap it around the front of the body via the tip of the um, spine. Then you will exhale and envision the energy moving up the front of the body and then spewing out in the form of filthy black smoke is what you will imagine. So you will be releasing all the toxins and poisons, heavy metals, um, debris that you have built up with things um, your auric field and etc. You will be spewing all of this out of yourself, right? And you will visualize it as a filthy black smoke, right? On Green Mouth, um, they showed that it was just black smoke, but it was also um, in the form of gnats um, or flies, all right? But you will repeat this 12 to 24 times um, in, this, in, in that you can also do the same thing during the time of sunset on this same ritual, which will be around, like around right now. You know what I'm saying? So around 7.30 to 8.30, right, as the sun goes down. All right, so in order to activate um, certain areas in your body, because we talked about the meridians, and you have six meridians on your left side, six meridians on your right side. All right, so we're dealing with, let's say, the heart meridian. Well, this bow pose, which is a yogi um, or yoga um, technique or posture, um, you can do this um, bow pose and it activates um, the heart meridian, right? And also the Picardia, right, which is connected also um, via the heart, right? Now, this is a breath technique that you can actually do, right? This benefits the heart. You will close your right nostril. Take a deep breath through your left nostril and then close both nostrils and hold your breath as long as possible. Then you will let your breath out through one half of the right nostril slowly. This is highly concentrated. Therefore, this only done once to three times only. All right? So this is one of the techniques in which to help activate the heart, alleviating um, mucus um, in the heart, um, metal buildup, 
you know what I'm saying, such as calcium, aluminum, mercury, etc., etc. Right? Now, when you do this shoulder stand yogi position, what this does is help activate the thyroid gland. There's also a breath um, method that you can utilize. It just benefits the thyroid gland, the parathyroid gland, right? It normalizes the weight through correctly balanced metabolism. It produces what is called the hormone diphone thyroxin, right? Thyroxin, which is very important for burning up toxins, breaking down and building up tissue. It also controls calcium and sex function, right? It's going to affect the thyroid so that's why you would do this um, shoulder stand if you practice yoga. All right. However, um, you might want to do the yoga, so you can do the breathing exercise. So you would sit in your in your chair with your spine straight. Use the thumb of your right hand, close the right side of the nose. Take a deep breath in through the left nostril. Close both nostrils now for a few seconds, and then open the right nostril halfway and let the breath out slowly. Now reverse the order. Close the left side of the nose. Take a deep breath through the right nostril and close both for a few seconds. Then open half the left nostril and let the breath out slowly. Do this alternatively for 10 to 15 minutes. So you'll alternate back and forth for 10 to 15 minutes between the left and the right nostril activating the Eda and the Pingala and also both hemispheres of the brain, the left and the right hemisphere of the brain. This is how you synergize the left and right hemisphere of the brain. Right? So here you have the liver uh, meridian. Right? It comes up from um, the big toe along the uh, back of the knee on up towards the um, butt now, we know that what benefits the liver and the spleen, we know that the liver has over 500 functions in your body. So you take the R off the liver and what do you have? The word live. All right? So the liver is a detoxifier in the body. So the correct posture is to always sit up straight with no curvature in your spine. You're going to take a deep breath, full breath in through your nostrils. Hold your breath, drop your head back gently, then bring your head forward. Exhaling the breath through the nostrils in a strong manner. All right? And you're going to do this 10 to 15 times. Right? So that is what benefits and relieves the anger from the liver because anger is stored in the liver. All right? As we broke down um, yesterday. All right? Anger is stored in the liver. All right? For the spleen, we have the inside of the big toe on up the inside of the leg, on up into the groin area, into um, the abdominal area, on up into the chest, down towards near the underarm. That's the spleen meridian, all right? And so that helps with the spleen meridian, right? Now you have the lungs, right? You do these two yoga positions here, which is called the fish pose and the cobra pose within yoga, this activates the lungs, all right? The lungs, remember, is the storage place of depression, frustration, all right? So what benefits the lungs? This get rid of all the cell 
alone. So you'll close your right nostril with the right thumb. Take a full breath in through the left nostril. Close both nostrils, expel and breath out through the mouth with a ah sound. Ah sound. Alternate the same procedure. First one side and then the other 10 to 15 times. Okay? And that is how you get rid from if you have bronchitis, asthma, emphysema, get rid of the poisons and toxins in the cell air in which it has um, become stored within the lungs and the body. Right? Remember, the lungs, according to what we talked about yesterday, the lungs is the first place, all right, which is between the hours of 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. when the circuit, the um, circulatory system for the blood and for the energy of chi begins. It begins in the lungs, right? So the high sound. Part of the thymus gland, as well as also the lungs. Uh, all right. So you can do. Uh, uh, you can go from the uh, into that portion. It doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you're doing the sound to get rid of the cell air. All right, in the in the body. All right, you have what is called the sanjel, which is the triple warmer, or triple burner. Um, this meridian comes up from the ring finger on up the um, arm, bicep, on up into the shoulder, over the neck, and over the ear, into near the, um, between the eye and the eyebrow. All right, you have the stomach um, meridian. All right, that comes from um, the second toe on up the thigh abdomen, on up into the neck, the eyes, and on up into the head. You have the small intestine, which comes from um, the forefinger, on up the arm, into the um, upper shoulder area, the neck, face, towards the ear. You have the large intestine, right, from the point of finger, on up the arm, bicep, into the area near the nose, right? So the exercise for strengthening the manapura is the breath of fire. So what stimulates those areas that we just went over, the stomach, the small intestine, large intestine. This is a rapid diaphragmic breathing designed to cleanse toxins from the body and it stimulates the kundalini. Right? So you would sit in the upright position with your back straight and legs relaxed. Using the muscles of your abdomen, you would snap in, um, snap in your um, diaphragm, all right, and causing a quick exhale to escape through your nose, right? You would keep the mouth closed. By relaxing the abdomen, air will naturally enter your nose and chest, causing an inhale. This is the process. Uh, when this process is comfortable, repeat quickly, causing several quick essential exhales. Do this in a set of 50 with a long breath or long, deep breath at the end of each set. Three sets of 50 are usually a good place to start, all right? After a while, you get to pace yourself according to what feels right. 
So what they're talking about is just breathing through your nose, all right, and you snapping your abdomen, your abdominal. All right, and you're doing it like that up to 50 times, all right? And that will help to get rid of the, the um, toxins in the small and large and stomach um, area. That will also help from not having ulcers, from not being constipated and have diarrhea, right? From having Crohn's disease, right? Irritable bowel syndrome, colon issues. None of that will exist, all right? This is the reason why you practice these exercises that you're talking about. And yes, this has to do with sex. For sex, ultimate goal is actually to make your body light up like a Christmas tree, right? You have the gallbladder, the urinary bladder, all right? Those are also worked on um, by that same breath technique, all right? Hey. All right, so... Women and men, sexual vitality. Uh, women can use the herbs, maca root, um, tribulus, honey, um, horny goat weed, damiana, dan kwai, um, nukuna, all right? Also red raspberry, red clover. Men can use maca root, horny goat weed, damiana, or pimento, pigeon, sarsaparilla, right? Right? And also another one would be, um, well, for the woman would be uh, wild yam, also blue and black cohosh, especially during pregnancy. Red raspberry would also be good to take during the whole pregnancy. All right? Now, you have the anatomy of the female organ, right? And we're going to go over some of the female information as we've already been doing. We'll get into the men in a second, right? But below, um, we have a diagram of the female reproductive organ, all right? Um, this is mandatory for men and women to, to know, all right? You have the ovaries, which is the same as the testicles, which is the seed or the origin of creation, the ability to acknowledge that you create. All right? You have the vast deference for the men and the fallopian tubes for the women. All right? They are the same. They're different names. That's what they're doing, giving, giving the organs different names. Same function. The conscious connection between you and your potentiality uh, or potentially can create and how you nurture that which you desire. Right? You have the uterus. The prostate is the known fact that the prostate is really a, shrunk, a, a shrunken uterus. Right, is the actual house that contains the seed thought that you desire to bear into your life. These organs represent how you choose to nurture your desires. Right, the clitoris of the vagina and the penis. Right, same organ. Right, the gateway to receive or release your desires. You have the chest and the breast, which represents your capacity to nurture um, the self. Right, so for the uterus, the uterus is a muscular organ located in the center of the pelvis within the female body. And it's quite a remarkable um, organ because it says that the uterus can expand to 200 times its size to accommodate the growth of a single or multiple pregnancy. It has the capacity to contract 
continuously for hours to evacuate, to evacuate its contents, which may weigh up to 20 pounds. All right? The uterus is a physical representation of the conscious mind. Right? So a woman who's having um, hysterectomies or partial hysterectomies, you have to check your mind because the uterus is a physical representation of the conscious mind. They function in the same manner, right? right? The uterus will attempt to nurture anything in which that is stored within it, all right? This is why it says for women to be um, practical and protective about who they allow to enter into their body because they can keep the seed of that man up to seven years, right? Nurturing it, all right? And scientists now have stated that um, that various um, semen within the woman, you know, saying can be from different men, in which that goes into the production of a child. Okay, this is just some of the facts that they've been talking about. Y'all can look it up. All right, so the uterus is suspended within the pelvis by a group of ligament strings, which aids in keeping all the all the digestive organs in their proper places. All right, F. The um, uterus, along with the ovaries and kidneys, contains and stores all of the sexual energy. Right? So the kidneys, the ovaries, and the uterus. Right? Stores all of the sexual energy. The ovaries, it is said to be the anatomy is destiny. Right? Women are born to be mothers. A baby girl's ovaries are immature, small, and smooth. But they contain the power necessary to create the 200 to 500 eggs she will produce in her reproductive years and a reserve for potentially 450,000 eggs. Some say that the, um, that, um, the little baby girl is actually born with up to 1 million eggs. 1 million. Right? Many changes can occur in the menstrual cycle of women by practicing ovarian breathing. Right? So we'll get into the type of ovarian breathing. This is a technique that preserves the life of the ovaries and prevents the swaddling of the sexual energy. Women should only ovulate and menstruate the numbers of times necessary to create the number of children they desire. If a woman is only interested in having four children, then only eight to ten menstrual um, period should occur within her life. This also means that she should only ovulate eight to ten times within her life. So learning to practice, you know, every breathing exercise will actually make this a reality for you. All right? So we're going to get into that. Right? But before we do, look at the reflexology zones of the female sexual organ. Right? You see the ovaries here at the top, the uterus. This is what is actually uh, the ump symbol comes from. It's from this illustration of life here. As life is in the womb, which symbolizes at the top, loop, which is a shin, light, right, spirit, is produced within the shin, which is symbolic to the uterus itself. Right, then down from the cervix bone area, you have the heart and lungs, right, in the vaginal canal, all right, or the vagina, all right? Down from there, you have the spleen and the pancreas. Down from there, you have the liver, and down from there towards the entrance of the vaginal canal, you have the kidney, right? Now, the clitoris, the clitoris symbolizes the hair 
which looks just like the head of the of, of a penis, all right, it is both the pineal gland and pituitary gland. All right. Behind there is the adrenal and the thymus gland. And the G spot area, all right, also correlates to various organs. All right. Now that is that that area is right behind the inner lips, all right, and the G spot is actually what's called the uterus uh, sponge of the clitoris. All of that is connected, right? The uterus, the G spot, all that's connected. And normally with the women, is about an inch and a half to three inches inside of the vaginal canal, right? And this is how a woman is able to um, do what is called vaginal um, orgasms as well as also um, the skeeting orgasm, which some think is peak, but we'll get to that in a second. A recent brain, um, brain imaging studies by um, Swedish um, researchers showed that the relaxation is the most important factor in beginning or bringing a woman to orgasm. The study shows that it takes 15 to 40 minutes for the average woman to reach orgasm. So we know that um, women, some women don't orgasm. Right? Some have never orgasmed. And that's because the man has not taken his time to arouse the women to the proper level. Right? So we understand that if they talk about relaxation, then it must deal with the breath. Right? It must deal with the breath. You have to deal with it. So here we are, we have a breath technique for relaxation or relaxation um, breath or relaxing breath is four, seven, eight. So you would exhale completely through your mouth, making a whoosh noise. Then you would close your mouth and inhale slowly through your nose to a mental count of four. Hold your breath for a count of seven. Exhale completely through your mouth, making a noise or sound for a count of eight. This is one breath. Inhale again and repeat the cycle three more times for a total of four breaths. Of course, you can do this as long as necessary um, during the foreplay act or even during the sexual um, beginning stage of the sexual act in order to get relaxed, all right? Like a woman in particular, all right? So she can actually enjoy and come to the level of an orgasm because there's actually nine levels, all right, which most men don't know. But there's basically two types of female cum, right, that can be excreted during sexual arousal, right? They're clinically termed as um, the euphora and vaginal ejaculation fluid, all right? The one most commonly seen in our culture is the vaginal ejaculation, uh, which lubricates the vaginal walls oozes out during sexual arousal. You probably have noticed the milky um, color, it ranges in its thickness and older based on the woman's body, overall health, and the phase she is experiencing within her menstrual cycle. So Bartholian glands, all right, which are two glands located slightly posterior into the left and right of the opening of the vagina. They secrete minute um, droplets of mucus, which is clear to milky white to lubricate the vagina, all right? And they are basically the homologous um, to the bulbosa urethra 
um, glands in males, all right? So this is similar to the same um, gland within the male. The fluid may slightly moisten the labial and opening of the vagina. Now, Masters and Johnson also demonstrated this vaginal lubrication comes from deeper within the vagina. All right? Now, if you want to learn more, you can get the phenomenal book, Secret of Regeneration by Hilton Otima. All right? He talks about this. Right? And he talks about the Arthalian uh, glands in which your sac that sits above um, near um, the ovaries in which that is free of this milky um, substance which looks similar to the ejaculation of the semen. All right, within the male, um, except allegedly um, there's very few to no sperm, all right? But we do know that at one time, the woman had that capability as she was more androgynous, all right? And we know that remnants of that nowadays is basically uh, what we refer to as um, a word. Thank you, Brother Bob. Once again, word. That's what I'm talking about. That this is how the spirit works. I'm reading this book right now. And the title of the chapter on morning called The Cosmic G-Spot Simulator. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's the that's the ancestors, Brother Bob. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's how that that's how we do. That's how we do. Oh yeah, Anissa, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Much respect. Much respect. Right. So, you know. The clitoris, the labia, um, minora, um, the euthera, uh, the skinny gland, the vagina, and the Bartholian gland. All right, this, these are where these um, are located at. All right, in the vagina. All right, near the vagina, on the outside of the vagina. This is where they are located at. All right, so men need to know this. All right, so. The second ejaculation is the urethral, um, also called the clitoris ejaculation, right? G-spot, because all of that is connected, all right? And this is what we refer to when we describe the female ejaculation, and this is the least common one. This is the water ejaculation that sprays and gushes out, right? This is what um, the yin-yang twins, when we come out, straight, this is what they're talking about. And it gushes out. And this is the one that is generally less known about. Again, it is not because only a few special women are capable, but rather due to lack of understanding of women's sexual health issues in this culture. It is unknown. So what we find out is that what is in this fluid, right? Well, let me get the myth, the biggest myth out the way. It's not urine. At least not totally. It's not pink. At least not totally. Unlike urine, it comes from the para um, the urethral, skinny gland, as I showed you earlier, which is also known as the lesser um, vestibular um, gland or the um, periurethral gland, skinny glands, female prostate. And they're located at the anterior walls of the vagina, around the lower end of the uterus. Right now, this is what we showed you. Here it is. Look up here at the skinny gland. You can see where it's located at. And it's near the uterus. All right, the urethra, the urethra, right? So near the urethra, that's where it's located at. All right, so the skinny gland, um, right there, and it, it's made up of the G-spot during the sexual arousal, all right? Moreover, it is nearly impossible to urinate while ejaculating. 
because the muscle contraction of the orgasm closes off the block and prevents the passage of urine. So this is how we know that it's not urine. All right? You know, it might smell like urine. The reason why, because scientists found that the fluid contains levels of glucose, which is sugar, and enzymes, which is prosthetic, all right? Prosthetic um, acid, phosphatase, all right? Phosphatase, right? Which is actually, which is characteristic of a major component in, in semen. Prostate fluid, but not, but, but without sperm, all right? There are also two other substances that contains in the fluid, right? Commonly found in urine, which is urea and creatine, right? These are the unique substances, and unlike the heavy, thicker fluid that is normally within the vagina, all right, um, or that we receive typically when a woman is wet or have a vaginal orgasm, this is the kind of that has no Right, and what we do know is that most women can push up to a one and a half cups to two cups of this fluid while ejaculating. <laughs> right, up to one and a half to two cups. All right, when ejaculating, so however, this can be affected by how hydrated the woman is, how much she pushes while ejaculating, and other factors. One of the main reasons that women do not know that they can do this is because women will often feel like they need to urinate when they are ready to expel the ejaculation. And because they think their urine will come out, which it will not, they hold back. You see the G-spot, skinny glands fill up and the female um, ejaculate uh, fluid and this put pressure on the uh, urethra, the P-tube, thus making it feel like she has to urinate, which in actuality, she can ejaculate if she simply push instead of holding back. So the woman actually stops her own orgasm. <laughs> All right, at least the skeet, skeet, skeet one, she stops that. About a half from an inch to three inches the size of the vacuum canal at the top is the G-spot. Stimulating this area usually requires more time and deeper stimulation than most people think. You can try using your finger in a come-hither motion to stimulate the front walls of the vagina where the G-spot um, lives. And when women engage um, their PC muscles, it's also called the um, Moolah Banata, um, the tissue around the G-spot swells. Hence, massaging the G-spot causes the urethral um, sponge to become engulfed or engorged with fluid, which is then expelled during orgasm, climax, out of the urethra. Right? So, and, and how they got the name G-spot was because of the coin by um, that Diggle um, in 1981 after the German gynecologist Ernest Grafenberg. So they just found out about the damn G-spot in 1981, and that is being shaped. Well, we're going to make the G for, for the goddess instead of a German um, gynecologist, Ernest Grafenberg. All right? It's no longer Grafenberg's spot. It's now the goddess spot, okay? 
and it's being shaped. Just like the pineal gland, all right, is about the size of a pea. So many women report that it is an erogenous zone, and the G-spot is the extension of the clitoris or clitoris, and that is the cause of the vaginal orgasm, right? That is it. All right, so one thing many women um, love doing manual stimulation and a slow buildup. And how can you do it? You can lie next to her. Um, you can lightly brace the heel on her uh, on one hand just below her um, clitoris. Now run your ring finger, middle finger along the lift of her outer lips. Raise the skin at first. Adding pressure as the tension builds. Cut the area around her clitoris with the palm to add to indirect stimulation. Most women are too sensitive to receive direct contact early on anyway. So as she becomes aroused, brace the hands on her mouth, her uh, pubic mouth, the fleshly area um, that covers her pubic bones. In other words, where the hair grows, right? And 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 basically tease the clitoris with the middles, all right, and tips of the fingers as you move um, your entire hand, right? If you rub the clitoris for a long time during thrusting, for example, it can become too sore and desensitized to respond to manual oral stimulation later. So satisfy her before intercourse, all right? Foreplay is crucial, but even before foreplay, we talked about Reiki, all right, massaging, all right, we talked about cranial healing, all right, all of these can be added into the scenario, and it's extremely important to make sure that your fingers are wet before touching the clitoris. Um, don't rub the clitoris when it's dry. You can either stuff on your uh, finger, middle, ring, lubrication, coconut, olive oil, great natural lubricant, um, or you can push your fingers in between her lips after she's turned on. Suck on your fingers, let her watch you do it. It might turn her on, not saying for more. Do it while you're kissing her, then the journey to the fingers, back down her body, or let her suck on your fingers. All right, however you do it, get it done. All right, so you can ease into the oral sex. Don't just attack, right? First kiss her inner thigh and her inner and outer lips. Then work your way inside using firm, broad strokes with your tongue, right? Watch her hips for the clues to the rhythm she likes, right? Listen to her grasp and moan as you experiment with the different techniques. And watch her sign as she um, close to climaxes, such as a sudden deepening in the color of her labia, right? Causing by increased blood flow on basically all rest of hand on her stomach and through the muscular contractions that immediately precedes her orgasm. All right? So we definitely do those things and you also can begin with the root lock, the UDM position, which will be discussed fully um, in the next exercise. But to use it is for uh, for this, you can use it for this one. And you begin by sitting on the floor with your heel 
a warm sport pressed against the vagina and clitoris. Use a firm, steady pressure, which can also be achieved by sitting on a small pillow, held between the legs, right? Tennis ball, either a large size crystal. Place your tongue across um, against the roof of your mouth behind the teeth. And this position is the basis for most Kundalini yoga and Qigong work, including the microcosmic organ. Right? Use the pillow um, is a Zen Japanese Buddhist technique. You can feel heat or orgasm from the pressure. Right? The breast rotation, which is the um, science of the breast. All right? Uh, for the brothers into the breast code, we talked about simulating the vagina, the clitoris, so forth and so on, how to bring them to orgasm. But this can also happen from the breast, so you have to know about the science of the breast. The breast rotation serves to balance the women's hormonal process, all right, processes with sometimes dramatic results. So dispersing rotation can cause um, menopause symptoms to disappear, right? With the explanation that the blood is turned back. So women with cystic breast find that the dispersion rotation reduces and eliminates the lumps in the breast. Your only dispersion rotation may decrease breast size. Right? Use rotations in the inversion, all right, direction to increase breast. So if you take your fingers and go around the ovula, on the ovula, um, and um, and the nipple in a right in the right, uh, which is clockwise, they'll increase. If you take your fingers and go around the nipples in the ovula, in the left, to the left, which is counterclockwise, then they will decrease in size. All right? But to avoid this is to have, to, to avoid breast lumps and menopausal discomfort, most women do both rotations, the same number in, in each direction, balances the hormones without changing the breast size. So um, we're looking at right here of the women going, hands coming up and around the breast, as you see, all right, from this illustration here. So this is how, this is what it's called basically what we refer to as the dispersion or rotation, all right? And we're talking now also about the ovarian common tool for women, all right? So we're talking about the ovarian um, breathing. So this is ovarian breathing, ovarian common tool, all right? Uh, Manti Kia speaks about this also. Um, my wife and my teacher, Tanyata Saraswati, Grandmaster Tanyata Saraswati, also spoke about this, and this is the method. Rub your hands together until they're hot. Cover each breast with a palm and begin to circle and massage. Circle by bringing two hands close together from below the breast, upward towards the center of the chest and over the top of the breast, and finally upward and downward. Do this nine to 18 times. Reverse direction and massage from above breast. Downward towards middle of the chest. Then below and massage upwards towards the outside of the breast. All right, as you see here, the illustration is here as they're showing you. Rest your fingertips lightly touching the nipple. Right? By doing so, you tap into the heart chakra. All right, 
here, your endocrine glands are located, as you see here, and you can feel the gin, all right, which is energy descend downward and backward toward um, your two kidneys. You may experience this as sexual feeling or as warmth. Place your palms on the lower back over the two kidneys and massage the area for 15 to 30 seconds. Place your mind on your ovarian palace. Now, the ovarian palace is down right above the mound area and right below the um, navel area. So it's right in the middle area, right before you get to your genitals and right before you get to your navel. That middle area is called your ovarian palace within the women. It's called the sperm palace within the men. So you put your mind on the ovarian palate, which includes the area of the vagina and the two ovaries on the east side of and slightly above the vagina. Feel the gin descend from the kidney down into the ovarian palate. Move your palm down and cover the ovarian palate. Pull in on the eye muscles and use the perineal power by closing down. Your perineum is right between the legs, um, sisters and brothers, right? Um, the the perineal within the woman is connected with the G-spot area, which is about an inch and a half to three inches inside of her vaginal canal, right, which is between her legs, between the vaginal canal and the anus, all right? Pull in the eye muscles and use perineal power by closing and tightening the lips of the vagina and pulling upward while simultaneously tightening and pulling up on the anus. Now, 10, all right, pause and Feel the energy expand in the sexual area. Use your mind and look down with your eyes to guide the essence from the ovarian palate, down the legs and to the ground, all right? And if you feel nothing, use your imagination. The essence may feel thick and heavy as it splits into two and runs down through your thighs, through your knees, calves, into the ankles, spread out through your feet, into the toes, exit your body, and descends to the earth from the center of the soul. Use your imagination to visualize the gin spreading out and descending into the earth, all right? You can also massage the area of where the ovaries are, right, which is the area in which that essentially is the sperm palace, or right above it, right, is the sperm palace. Do outward then inward massage motion 36 times for each position. Massage the vaginal area next to gather the energy, Pause and feel the cheek expand. Practice and place the right hand on your vagina and left hand on your heart center. And draw the resulting um, sensations of universal rubber to your heart. Draw in earth energy and continue the microcosmic orbit. All right? Now, how you do the microcosmic orbit? Like that the other day, you're going to breathe in. The true energy into the lower dampian, which is right below, right below, like right into right below the um, navel. And for the women, she's going to inhale and pull the energy up the front channel of her body to the top of her head. And then as she exhales, it's going to fall down her spine down to the perineum. Then she's going to draw back up the front of the channel of the body back all the way up towards the head as she inhales, and then let it fall as she exhales back down towards the perineum. For the men, he's going to breathe in, store the energy into his um, lower dance again, and then he's going to move the energy down and up, all right, the, um, up the spinal column to the top of the head, and then as he um, breathes out, he's going to release the energy down the front channel, back down towards the perineum, all right? So the energy goes differently in men and women, 
All right? It goes differently in men and women. All right? So, there are benefits to the exercise that expands the kundalini channel. All right? And that's what we're talking about. Expanding. So that's what tantra means. Tantra means expanded consciousness. Right? So most spiritual disciplines work in the same way to direct sexual energy up towards the crown. Sexual energy is originally chi or key and is lost, decreases life force vitality, shortens lifespan, and reduces optimal health. So when it's lost, that's what happens. This energy is lost through menstruation, ovulation, and sexual Right? The exercise above, as we just went over, recycles this energy, increases the original chi for the benefit of the body, mind, and spirit, combining sexual energy with heart energy, developing compassion, and brings a sense of peace, well-being, and delight. Okay? That's what happens. Right? It's also very important to end your practice by storing energy in the navel. That's what you wanted at. An excess of energy in the head or the heart may cause ill effects, all right, of this practice. The navel can safely handle the increased energy generated by the ovaries. Okay? You can start by spiraling clockwise, counterclockwise, outward 36 times, and reverse the direction of the spiral and bring it back to the navel, circling it clockwise 24 times. Right? So that's what you can do. Now, as we talk about this, there's nine levels, all right, um, to, the women's, to the female orgasm. Each level of orgasm, all right, energizes certain parts of the body and evokes a certain observable and um, predictable response in the woman. So level one energizes the lungs. The response is the woman's side. Brain, uh, she breathes heavily and salivates. Two, energizes the heart. The woman, while kissing the man, extends the tongue out to him. According to Shu Wei, all right, um, the classic of the internal yellow emperor, the tongue corresponds to the heart. So she's giving her heart to you. All right? Three, the spleen, pancreas, and stomach. As her muscles become activated, the woman grasps and holds the man tightly. Four, kidneys and bladder. The woman experiences a series of vaginal spasms. At this time, she, the suspicions begins to flow. This is when she can have a vaginal orgasm. Wait, brothers, it's not over. Okay? It's not over. You think it's over when she can the fourth number. It's not. Keep going. Five, bone. The woman joints loosen and she begins to bite the man. Six, liver and nerves. Woman mutilates um, 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 and gyrates like a snake trying to wrap her arms and legs around the man. Seven, the blood um, is energized, and the woman's blood is boiling, and she's fanatically um, trying to touch the man everywhere. Right? Eight, the muscles are energized. Her, um, her muscles totally relax, and she bites even more and grabs the man's nipples. Nine, the entire body is energized, right? And she collapses to a little gap, and she completely surrenders herself to the man, all right, for the work that he has done sexually satisfying her, all right? And the, unifier, and the unification is the path of understanding through understanding of these two different orgasms that we talked about, the vaginal orgasm and the skeet, skeet, skeet orgasm, all right? 
Now, question of knowledge is the first step towards understanding male and female um, orgasm. To facilitate the study of female orgasm, orgasm has been separated into nine steps or stages of experience. As talked about, these nine create multi-level experiences. A woman's orgasm can be described as a um, blooming lotus flower. A woman experiencing a complete orgasm, all nine levels of orgasm, undergoes nine stages of blooming while she finally opens up and surrender herself to the man who has hurt her. And this is what we're talking about. That is what is called the end of the orgasm when, you know, she has a full body orgasm. All right? And what shows that is her ability to what we call CCC. That's a full body orgasm. All right? Full body orgasm is different than just a vaginal orgasm which, as you've seen, is only the fourth level. You have five more levels to go, brother. All right? So now we get into the man, all right? And, of course, the man has the same um, organs as the female, just different names. The testes is nothing more than the ovaries. The best difference is nothing more than the fallopian tube. The prostate is nothing more than the uterus. Um, the clitoris is nothing more than the penis. The chest is nothing more than the um, breast of the woman, um, so forth and so on, right? So we know that the penis extension of the body, which contains the, um, the urethra um, for eliminating urine from the bladder. So penis contains massive arteries and veins in which that forms um, the bulbo um, cavernosa, all right, or spongisosis. These flexes of arteries and veins allow the penis to be erect, thus becoming a tool adequate to penetrate the vagina for implantation of sperm. Testes. The testes are a fine interweaving of tubes. These tubes are called um, the semen uh, nefarious tubulin, right? Incising um, seminophorous tubulins are cells that, can, that produce millions of sperms daily. Matter of fact, within three days, 72 hours, you can have over um, 400 million sperms. Right? Originally, we had 777 million, 777,777 germ cells, sperms. The strotum, this is the skin that holds the testes and the seminophorous aquarius on tubulus, all right? You have the vas deferens, all right? And of course, we know that the vas deferens um, is just like the fallopian tube. This is the specific tube that the sperm travels to reach the prostate gland um, from the testicles, right? So the sperm goes and travels into the prostate gland, i.e. the uterus for the man, right? That's where it goes, right? Now, you might not understand what's going on, but the whole Masonic world, religious world, have these monuments in which that we know are nothing more than um, Gothic worship, all right? Washington. D.C. Monument, Washington, um, Washington Monument in Washington, D.C. is an obelisk, which is called a Tekken, right, which is nothing more, more than Osiris' penis or Osiris' penis that was missing. 
that was ate by a catfish, a crab, or a crocodile. Here in Paris, France, you had um, Paris in Paris, France was named after Bar Offset or Par Isis. Par Isis become Paris, right? But here it is, um, and as you see, the hieroglyphics is written on this, right? In, in Istanbul, in Turkey, they have an obelisk, a Theodorus, um, Dorcian, right? As you see, the hieroglyphics, they're taking them straight out of Kimmy. In St. Peter's Square, they're taken right in front of the Vatican, right? This is why you have one in Washington, D.C., right? 555 feet tall. D.C. don't mean just District of Columbia. It also means this. Because it's in between Maryland and Virginia, the Virgin Mary. So right in between the legs of the Virgin Mary is the dick, 555 feet tall. 5 plus 5 plus 5 is 15, right? And 1 plus 5 is 6, which is the number of men, right? Adam was created on the sixth day, which is actually talking about the sixth element, which is carbon, Right? Right here, you have to take the object from Karnak temple. Right? This is a star, which is in its form as men, also a form of Amen. Right? Men is the god of fertility and sexuality. So, fertility, so, so it's talking about for growth, for, for fertility, prosperity, success. That's what that, that's what that symbolized. So, the fertility god was associated both with their rule. The um, Horus, the elder, which is called Menhiru, and it was also shown as a human male with an erected penis. Right? Men is the bull, Apis, of the great phallus. The bull is a symbol of all star, all serapis, with Jesus as we know of. Right? This is why Jesus' symbol is a fish on the back of the Christian, good Christian cause. But that fish symbolizes the sperm, the spermazoa. However, the phallus, penis, itself is set. As in soot, or as in soot-tekin, right? You are, the, this, is, this is what it says in the hymn to men. You are the great male, the owner of all females, the bull who unites with those of the sweet love, a beautiful face, of painted eyes, victorious sovereign among the gods who inspire fear in the enad. The goddesses are glad seeing your perfection, right? That was solace worship. Right, so you have um, the head of the penis called the glands, which is actually called the pineal gland. All right, the pineal gland, the pineal gland, just like the pineal gland, right, just like the pineal gland, right. And so you also have the shaft. Now, when you get into the science of reflexology, the reflexology zones of the male. Um, sexual organ, the top of the head of the penis is the pineal gland. Then you have the pituitary gland. You have the adrenal and thyroid gland. Then you have the prostate gland. All of this at the head of the penis. Then down along, um, along the head of the penis, um, before you get to the rim, is the heart, the tongue, and the lungs, the nose. Right? This is why if the woman only sucks the head of the penis, and if he has a weak heart, he can have a heart attack. It's why you hear these stories of, of um, men um, killing over going sex. Right? right below the realm of the, um, of the penis, of the pineal gland, the head, um, you have the spleen, which is the mouth, 
stomach, the pancreas. Below that, you have the liver, the eyes, small intestine. Right? So if you want to heal the eyes, then you would actually um, put the lips on that area of system in which that, that would be stimulated. As well as also in this same scene earlier for the reflexology within the woman, the brother who I believe is penis in that area in order to stimulate that liver, which is for the eyes, um, in the small intestine. Right? Then you have the large intestines, the kidneys, the ears, the bladder, and then the testicles are connected to all the glands, right? So when, um, like Rick said, lift the ball, people are joking. This, this, the testicles are connected to all the glands, right? So you can do what is called a erection check, right? Esoterically, it is taught that there are four types of energy necessary to create an erection. If a man cannot achieve an erection, it's because one or more of these four energies is lacking, right? Western medicine still believes that the blood ability to engorge the blood vessels of the penis is the only cause for erection. But there's four esoteric energies of erection are blood energy, muscle energy, problems with muscles anywhere in the body can prevent erection. Nerve energy, a mental or nervous condition can prevent a man from having an erection. Bone energy, bone cancer or arthritis can prevent a man from achieving an erection. Right? So once the erection is um, accomplished, the women um, can, um, of course, do what's called masturbation, fellatio, all right, all of that good stuff there, uh, which is all part of that same science as four plans we talked about for the women, right? And then, of course, um, here we have um, the largest phallus by country, all right? Um, notice that these are only European countries. Notice they didn't want to do Africa. <laughs> I, but anyway, the United States, um, average um, uh, uh, erection is five inches, all right? Um, Germany is 5.6. Spain is 5.3. France is 6.2. Japan is 5.1. Brazil is 4.8. Italy is 5.9. Venezuela is five inches. Um, Mexico is 5.87. Greece is 4.8. India is four inches. Saudi Arabia is 4.8. Chile is 5.5. Colombia is 5.4. Right? So here, France has some largest out of the Europeans. But we know that when you go to Africa, that shit gets destroyed. So the largest penis by race, it is generally said that the penis of the Negro is very large. In other words, compared to them, so wrote German anthropologist Johann. Um, Frederick um, Blumenbach in 1795. And his assertion is so far borne out by, by remarkable um, genitory um, apparatus of the Ethiopian, which I have. In, so he has dicks. He has an atomical collection of dicks from 1795. He kept dicks. All right. Louis of a 19th century French writer who spent three decades investigating penis size. He spent three decades, he spent 30 years finding out. Right, this is why all these damn comedians, all these comedians have these jokes about the dicks. Right? Guys talking about um, black men dicks and, and black guys talking about their dicks and, 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 um, and everybody else's smaller dicks. Right? This is what is going on. But this is all 
comedy itself, when the shit hits the fan and you actually go and get research and study, then the shit changes. So, um, in no branch of human race are the male organs more developed than in the African Negro. What Jacqueline said. Considerably, so certainly the belief in the well endowment of the African race has an extensive history, but it is justified by the fact, well, going strictly by the Kinsey data, which still remains as one of the most exhaustive studies of penis size to date. The average black male has a penis 6.3 by 3.8 inches, and when it comes to flat in a list, black 4.3 inches long versus 4.0 of the European. So, as you've seen, even though they said that Germany, oh, excuse me, that France has 6.2 inches, well, we find out that the black male has the average of 6.3, right? This is all averages now, right? This is all averages, right? But how do you increase them, right? We can get into that too, brothers, because I know some say, oh, well, shit, mine's ain't that long, so shit, you know, what can I do? Well, we got some information for you too. How to increase penis length. Increase penis length with the double hand exercise. Start this exercise out by obtaining a partial, which is preferable of a full um, or a full erection before finding a quiet place to sit down. All right? Continue to reduce the blood flow to your penis by placing your left hand around the base firmly. Apply enough pressure to fill the blood flow. Once you have applied enough pressure, make sure you are fully lubricated before continuing. Now, starting at the base of your, um, of your penis with the right hand, apply a degree of pressure before slowly moving your hands towards the head of the penis. Keeping in mind that each stroke should last anywhere between three to five seconds. Repeat this process as many times as your system willing or scheduled to do. And performing this exercise correctly, the stretching and movement of the blood with or the blood within, your penis allows for it to gradually gain in length with time. All right? It's an example of what we're talking about here. All right? The power stretch for the penis length. The power stretch is an advanced exercise that should be attempted only by um, experienced penis enlargement users. We also recommend that as a result of the intensity of this workout, you warm yourself up using any of the methods mentioned earlier. Once you are ready, start out by standing in an upright position. Um, stretch your limb, penis outward, your left penis outward by holding it in your hand. Um, after around 10 seconds in the position, tense up your PC muscles. In other words, do the, um, do the um, Kegel exercise, um, brothers, which is called the day exercise to do. For uh, uh, further five seconds before moving on, repeat this um, stretch and tense exercise in all other directions before relaxing. All right? So you want to pull it into the various directions, left, right, up, and down. All right? Repeat this process many times as you intensely willing to schedule to do. A power stretch has um, the add benefit to allow you to stretch much more firmly than usual. And such it can also help in the development of your PC muscle. Finally, it should be noted that if you have had intercourse the same day as performing the exercise, your penis may not respond as well due to fatigue caused by the exercise. All right? So 
Now, sit down, stretch for the flaccid um, penis flex. This is exercise used by many penis enlargement followers to gain a flaccid penis lift only. And as such, should not replace any other lift exercise um, in your penis enlargement program. Start the exercise out by standing up and stretching your semi-erect penis around 30 to 40%. Erect is ideal, ideal out of front of your body before pulling as far as you possibly um, under your backside. Once you are ready, proceed to sit down on the relatively firm chair with your penis stretched beneath you or underneath you for anywhere up to 30 minutes. The results also from the jerking, um, the joking um, should be permanent. Your penis will become enlarged in both the flaccid and erect state, but especially in its genital erect state. After about three to four months of daily practice, the results will be obvious. But we encourage you to continue penal um, jerking and joking um, routines to keep your penis in the utmost prime shape. For the first week or so, only jerk for about jerk for about 10 minutes per day or 200, 300 strokes, a minimum um, strength repetition, right? After a week or so, um, try to build a uh, work up to 20 minutes, 300 to 500 strokes, or minimum full uh, strength every day. After about three weeks or very weeks, work yourself up to jerk um, sessions that are at least 30 minutes or so, more than 500 strokes, as strong as you can. It can only make your penis longer and thicker, but harder overall, healthier as well. After your first year of exercising, you should experience a gain of nearly two plus inches in length of your penis. You should do this five to seven days a week for 30 minutes each time. Don't squeeze too hard or you may bruise your penis. The technique is working for most men, but it may take up to six months before you see any noticeable differences, and most men will give up after four to six weeks, right? Penis exercise and circumcision, right? We was asked this question yesterday about circumcision. Well, let's answer that question, right? When it comes to penis exercise, there's often some slight differences between a man who is circumcised and men who are not. It should be noted that differences are dependent upon the individual and not to be the same in all cases. Stretching it is done at the head of the penis may lead to discomfort sensitivity in non-circumcised men. In each case, circumcised men may need to be more careful. Right? Many non-circumcised men may wish to avoid stretching the foreskin due to sensitivity and anesthetics. If this is the case, simply pull back the forehead or foreskin of that on the head before stretching. In most cases, non-circumcised men experience more sensitivity than and circumcised counterparts uh, when practice penal enlargement um, exercises. Now, also, on the walls of ancient Egypt, we know that the Hebrews um, got this information from the ancient Egyptians, all right? The Kimites, the Sumerians, caused on the walls, all right? In Egypt, there, they have um, hieroglyphics, the nature of circumcision. All right, now understand that circumcision might have been necessary in an area where the temperature may range to 100 to 140 degrees in temperature. All right? And, but 
the science is this. If you're able to retract the head of the penis, then there's no need in order to pick the foreskin taken off because the man can clean inside of his foreskin. He can clean it. Clean it. All right? Now, if they cannot pull back and retract um, the foreskin over the head of the penis, then that is a situation. That might be a problem, all right, for the cleaning. All right? That might be a problem. And therefore, they may require circumcision. All right? However, if you can pull it back and clean, then you do not require circumcision. It's not necessary. All right? So um, let's get that straight. Now let's get to the tapping and the rolling of the testicles. This Chinese massage stimulates production of semen and sperm, increases excretions of testosterone, tonifies and cleanses the tissue of the testicles, and improves circulation in the, in the shore. Don't squander your benefits by plowing the extra harvest of sexual ecstasy and energy back into the field of reckless sexual indulgence. In other words, don't have monkey sex, nigga. It's men who practice the qigong exercise for sexuality should also exercise restraint and regulate ejaculation during intercourse in order to retain the benefits. So you can do stand in a horse position, all right? The snake the shoulder with the part or further out with the knee bent, all right? And sit or either sit on the uh, edge of the horse too. Rub your palms, your hands to warm, then use one hand to grasp the penis, and then you will pull it upward, and the fingertips of the other hand will be attached to so that they bounce up and down. Do one or two sets of 36 taps each testicle. Right? Then rub the palms to warm the bend, grasp them, and lift the penis with the one hand as above, and use the palm of the other hand to cut the testicles and roll them around in circles 36 times in each direction. All right? During this whole time, keep the anus lightly locked during the exercise in order to um, not allow energy to leak out the body. All right? So that's the whole thing. And it encourages the sexual energy to raise up the, the spinal channel to the brain. All right? That's what it does. All right? So um, here's an example. All right? Figure A, tapping the test with the fingertips. Figure B, um, tapping the testicles with the palms. Figure C, rolling testicles with the palms. All right? You can do either one of these, three, or all three. All right? And this helps with the production of the sperm and semen. All right? The easiest way to increase the essence is through stimulation. All right? Our first step of seminal and ovarian console are designed to increase our production of Sexual energy. For men, this involves the massage in the testicles and the woman massage, massaging the breast to stimulate the ovaries. Right? So we did the woman. Now let's continue to the man, because now this is seminal kung fu for the man. Rub the palms until they are hot. Place your hands on the back over your kidneys. Rub your palms over your kidneys for 15 to 30 seconds to warm them. As you see here, you can also tap. All right, you can get this from the complete guide to Qigong by Daniel Reed. He says, "Grammatically tapping various parts of the body transmits a vibratory wave into the tissues that causes stagnated energy to 
scatter. Driving surface energy deeper, stimulating blood circulation and glandular of secretions and balancing energy flow in the meridian. So to tap the kidneys and, and um, adrenal glands, use the back of the hands to gently tap the left and right kidneys alternatively from the top to the bottom. And now you hear right? The vibrations are carried into the adrenal um, glands where they stimulate the secretions of beneficial hormones. You can do this for two minutes, right? Now, once you finish the kidneys, you can go back to the testicles, right? Breathe deeply and feel the magic energy descending from the kidneys down into the back of your sexual organs. Rub your palms together again and gently massage the testicles for about one minute. Massage the testicles between your um, tip of your thumb and on the other side of your index, middle, and ring finger on the other side. Do not use any force of pressure, right? Cut your testicles um, in your left hand. Place your palm on um, your right palm over your navel and circle your hand around the navel 36 times in the clockwise position, all right? Circle and massage the lower abdomen as you do this. Reverse hands and hold the testicles in your right hand as you circle the navel and massage the lower abdomen 24 times in the counterclockwise position or direction. Place the left palm on your lower abdomen just above your penis and place your right hand on top, right? Um, the two hands are covering this important energy center known as the sperm palate. And notice the hands are right above the penis, right where um, the hair on the mound, all right, on the male mound is located at. Pull in all the muscles around your eyes and use perennial power. Feel a light contraction and stimulation right in that area, all right, as you do so. Right, there are several purposes for this exercise. The first is to increase compassion by connecting the heart and the soul and the sexual organs. Second major benefit is to recycling sexual or chi, original chi energy for a longer life and fuller optimal health. The sexual organs themselves are strengthened, right? Prostate problems, premature ejaculation, and other sexual difficulties may be relieved, all right? Therefore, brothers, now you can go one, two, three hours or more. No problem. Circling energy through the microcosmic orbit heals all the organs and balances energy blockages anywhere in the body. Right? Spiritual awareness is raised and the mind, body, and spirit comes into balance. Right? So, brothers, some of y'all are going to be dealing with um, impotence and sexual dysfunction. Um, so, what is the cure? Well, it's the day exercise. That's what we're talking about. In the ancient Taoist secret, the day exercise is a simple rubbing and anal contraction exercise with many benefits. It strengthens the tissue of the sexual organs, draws the energy up the spine towards all seven glands, energy, or the centers, melanin centers called the chakras, the shankaras, or Three, improves circulation and transport nutrients from the semen to the rest of the body. Four, replenishes energy in all weakened glands. Five, builds energy endurance. The day exercise taps into the life-giving power of your sexual glands and distributes distributed it throughout your body. Since you will be contracting your prostate muscles, it will feel a little like an orgasm. With enough practice, a tingling sensation will travel up your spine to your head. You are cleared of most emotional blockages. If any of your glands are weak, the energy will stop at that gland. You will continue to um, 
stop there until that land is replenished. So if you do not feel anything the first, it's okay. Just keep at it. The stage assists in seminal production. Stage one, rub your hands together vigorously to create the heat and energy of your body, just like Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid. Two, take your right hand and cup your testicles gently. That's not the way it goes. Three, place your left hand on your abdomen, sacral chakra, two inches below your navel, belly button, and rub in the counterclockwise direction 81 times. Four, rub your hands vigorously together. Again, in this time, switch position with the left hand cup to chest and the right hand now rub in the clockwise direction on your abdomen. While rubbing, place your full attention on the physical movement and the growing warmth of energy. Now, I always state that the mental focus is the key component of this exercise since it bridges the mind and the body to create synergetic effects. But I always say that you can begin with clockwise or counterclockwise, but I usually begin with counterclockwise and switch to clockwise. Also, the Taoist specifies 81 times because it is a name number that is, you can really do any number that you want, right? So you can do 9, you can do 21, 27, 36, the multiples, all right, of 3. All right, stage, um, second stage, prostate strengthening, all right, also called going on table, on table, um, step, um, stage 1. Tightening the muscles around your anus so that you draw from air up and inward. Forward as long as you are comfortable. Right? You should not feel any pain. Two, stop and relax. Three, repeat the anal contraction as many times as you can without feeling any discomfort. Right? So by pulling your anal and perineal muscles up, you stimulate the prostate gland. All right? The testicular breathing. So now we did the ovarian breathing. Now we're going to go into the testicular breathing. You can sit on the edge of a chair, feet flat on the floor, shoulders width apart. Um, please wear loose clothes, cotton, and do, or I will do it in the noon. Place the room temperature is slightly cool. Um, Sitting your attention around your shoulder. Relax. Inhale slowly and pull the testicles up. Hold for a count of 15. Then exhale slowly and lower the testicles as you inhale. Think of the breath going into the testes and filling them up. At the same time, raise your testes with the breath. Gently continue inhaling and exhaling with the testicles until you feel a lot of cold energy in the shoulder. During this breathing, in rounds of nine, and rest and practice again for three to six counts or sets. After doing this for 10 to 14 days, you will notice the use, um, the use and the filling of the testicles with each breath. When this occurs, you know that you have completed the exercise properly. All right? So um, also, you breathe through the nose. Guide it on cool energy from the shoulder into the perineum by inhaling the pulling of slightly on your testicles. Um, put your mind on the, sh- on the perineum and hold it there. Inhale and exhale three times to build up testicular energy. Seven, begin to draw the energy from the testicles up the back channel as if sipping on a straw. Wash the back, the lower back outward, or push um, your back outward behind you and tip the shoulder down. This allows the energy to move up the spine easily. All right, eight, breathe the energy up the spine to the solar plexus, the diraxial, um, the diraxic, um, vibr- um, vertebrae 11. Allow the energy to rest there for two to three minutes. Pull the energy up the back of the head. Inhale and exhale at the chest as the testes pump. 
energy by contracting the perineum, place the tongue up against the hard palate, uh, move the energy up the crown chakra, and may move the sensation to your head, and it's spinning. And what you want to do is count 36 rotations, and this will help memory and clear the thinking. Allow this energy to diffuse through the head. Continue to pump the energy to head and breathe the success. Now allow the energy to diffuse through the head and the body, allowing yourself to feel the cold energy. Don't force the process. Do not, you do not want to heat the energy up because it cannot be stored in the head or the crown area. So um, rhythm theory for men. This is what we come out the frequency of ejaculation. Everything in the universe has its rhythm and cycles. Women have menstrual cycles and men have their own cycles. So when, you know, when men are talking about that they don't have a cycle, that's not true, right? Women is a lunar cycle, which is based on 28 to 29 days. The man cycle is based on the solar cycle. Men have a certain time interval in which they can ejaculate without going on to themselves, right? The time between these intervals are just to replace the warmth energy and nutrients created by ejaculation. The ancient formula for determining one's rhythm is your age times 0.2 equals the frequency of ejaculation in days uh, related to your age. For example, if a man is 30 years old, then his rhythm is six days. Or 30 times 0.2 equals six. Thus, to maintain his health, a 30-year-old man should not have an ejaculation more frequently than every six days. As it takes a 30-year-old man six days to replace the nutrients lost from one ejaculation. This man may have sex daily or four to five times daily, but he can only lose his semen once every six days. Now, see, that's a, that's a hard lesson. The reason why, all right, is because of what is in it. So the male sperm, as we said, 776,776,776 cells, and you can get this according to the sex life of a Muslim by in our um, Easter, El Asiyamati, or in Dr. Malachi, New York. And the similar fluid originally was black like oil, not yellowish or white, according to Brother um, um, Tugawai, um, um Aja um, Mishani, right? or Javon Butler, as he was formerly called of the black, um, of the um, Ghetto Times magazine. But what we find out is that in the similar fluid, it's rich with um, lithium, um, calcium, phosphorus, iron, cholesterol, vitamin E and B, uh, neuroprotein, uh, nucleoprotein, um, sex hormones, loss of these substances for whatever purpose has to devitalize and, de- and disabilitating the effect on the body. And the faster sperm is extended, the more the body makes strength to replace it. If, this is, if it is conserved and if it is reabsorbed into the bloodstream, and used to nurture the body, the tissue of the body, especially the brain and the nervous system. No two um, constitutions constitution, constitution of the body show great similarity in this lithium, um, clorox, um, clostridium, and phosphorus content than brain cells and semen. In fact, we find out that semen is 21 percent blood um, brain fluid, all right, semen, which comprises 4% of seminal fluid, 21% of brain fluid, all right, 
right? And 75% spinal fluid, right? Because this travels up. Matter of fact, based on the Holy Quran, um, 86 chapter, seven verses says, now that man, but thanks from what he is creating. He is created from a drop emitted, proceeded from between the backbone and the ribs. All right? In the embryonic stages, the reproductive organs of the man, of the male and the female, i.e. the testicles and the ovaries, begin the development near the kidneys, between the um, spinal column and the 11th and 12th ribs. Later, they descend. All right? The female um, gonads ovary stop in the pelvis. So us for two. This is the fall of man and woman, right? And the males continue on, um, uh, you know, into the testicles. You know, the male gonads testicles continue their descent before birth to reach the shrubble, all right, into the um, inguinal um, canal. Even in the adults, after the descent of the reproductive organs, these organs receive their nervous supply, all right? And blood supply from the abdominal aorta, which is the area between the back bone, spinal column, and the ribs. All right? Even the lymphatic drainage occurs from that area. And it's also part of the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve, which, direct, which comes directly from, um, from out of the brain. The vagus nerve is one of the 12 paracranial nerves in the brain. And it goes all the way down into the abdomen area. Right? If you notice, the sperm here has light around it, all right? That was you as the Christ. Medical science research that one drop of semen is manufactured out of 40 drops of blood. The Ayurveda um, states that the sperm is elaborated out of 80 drops of blood. Therefore, it takes 40 drops of blood to make one drop of semen, and it takes about 400 drops of blood to make 40 drops of semen. According to Dr. Stephen T. Chang, writers on um, ejaculation and dial sexology, the testicles produce sperm and hormones, and the prostate produce, uh, produces the nutrients, hormones, and energy, rich seminal fluid. The secretions produced in the prostate contain nutrients, hormones, and vital energy. All right? These secretions constitute the semen, the semen which is the substance that serves as a carrier of the sperm. When the average male ejaculates, he loses more than one tablespoon of semen. According to scientific research, the nutritional value of this amount of semen is equal to that of two pieces of New York State, 10 eggs, six oranges, two lemons, all right, and also two glasses of milk combined. This includes protein, vitamins, minerals, Amino acids, everything. Ejaculation is also called comment, but the, but the precise word for it should be going because everything leaves you. Vital energy, millions of living sperm, hormones, and nutrients go away. Right? Right, so, from the final two um, yes, it is. Uh, remember, the ovary came directly from the same area as the testicles, which is up near the kidney area. Right, right. In the woman as well as in the male. All right? 
And they both descended down. This is called the call of man. This is what they really mean by that, the call of man, right? Except the ovaries within the woman stopped in the pelvis area after they descend from the kidney area and um, never rib um, area, 11 to 12 rib area, down into the pelvis. For the male, it continues down into what we now refer to as the shortum sac. All right? So, yes, both come, the fluid from that, uh, which is the, um, the CCC, as well as also the vaginal fluid um, also, which is the milkyish white color, just like the semen, that comes from the same area of the brain. All right? Same area of the brain, all right? So all the fluid in the body comes, 21% of the fluid comes from the body in the brain for the male and the female, all right? Um, the circumcision of the child, um, you do not have to get the child circumcised unless you're involved in some type of religion such as the Hebrew Israelites or African Hebrews or et cetera, et cetera. Um, that is not a necessity as long as you're able to pull the um, head of the penis back, um, of the porcelain back on the penis and be able to cleanse it, right? And teach the um, child how to cleanse his penis by pulling it back and cleaning it, all right? So that is the most important thing, not the circumcision, but the cleansing, all right? Um, the, the, the cutting off of the porcelain was to avoid the cleansing process you know, um, because you was in desert-like environment, you know, conditions was dry and they was heated. Like I said, 100 to 140 degrees, you know, um, at times. So that was something in which that you had to uh, work with, with the cleanliness um, aspect, right? But we don't have to contend with necessarily the 140 degree weather. But cleaning it is definitely what we have to contend with. So those who are able to retract it and pull it back, that is fine. Um, even for the baby or the child, um, you know, that is something which that can be worked on because the foreskin can um, allow the head of the penis to retract and to um, for the head of the penis to come out as the penis retracted. So once again, circumcision is not necessary. It can tra- it can traumatize the baby. All right, it can traumatize the baby of the child, um, you know, especially if you're doing a Jewish tradition, because you see what happened with the rabbis. They sucking the blood off of it, and they come out, this is their tradition, right? And they're giving the baby perfect, you know, types of, um, you know, um, STDs, all right? So it's not necessary. All right, are there any other questions? Any other questions? Yes, uh, Aline. Yes. Well, Aline. Yes. Uh, I also uh, found out that the reason why a lot of the uh, Jewish rabbis have the babies uh, penises circumcised, that's why they they have a for a faster erection. Right. Right. Um, basically, they were saying um, that the, um, the reason why the so-called rabbis. Um, Allegedly, right, allegedly, reason why the rabbis do that is for the child to have a faster 
after um, um, erection, a faster erection. All right. Now, I'm sorry. When you when you're going through puberty, it ain't gonna make no difference if um, if it's circumcised or uncircumcised. That penis is gonna get up during. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, right. I'm just telling you. All right. I mean, that's just what I, I it know. is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just what it is. So that's yeah. gonna get up regardless. Um, during puberty, you know what I'm saying? It can get up almost a hundred times a day during puberty. All right. Mm-hmm. So that is something in which that is not necessarily true. So we understand that the Jews doing it for their traditional perversion. You've um, mm-hmm. you know exactly. Um, just like um, the child when they take that first um, clot of breast milk from out the uh, woman's breast, that is actually what um, helps with the with the um, babies. Um, that's the natural way of having the baby vaccinated. It's from that first clot of milk that comes out, you know. So it's the same thing. They doing that because they believe that in the same way that the blood, you know what I'm saying, which is the fluid um, of the body, can also give them life, right? That's what that is about. Because they, in the Old Testament, that, that um, life is in the blood. All right, and so the rabbis do that. All right. Um, also, um, they also produce what is called um, adrenal, adrenaline, um, adrenal, uh, uh, um, um, which is um, what is called adrenosome. Adrenosome, which is produced from the adrenal glands, um, because the child is is scared, upset. You know what I'm saying? Is also inhabited within that blood supply, in which that they vampire. You know, that's, they're vampires. And so when they suck the blood, they're actually sucking the adrenosome, which um, they now get, you know, pills and different things like that. Now, as a matter of fact, back in the days, Al Gore was busted for having a vial of blood in his, um, in his um, briefcase. And the um, news reporter, I guess, asked him why was he carrying that, and he claimed that he was um, a hemophiliac. But hemophiliacs don't walk around with no damn vial of blood. The skeet skeet. You got to visualize anything except for the enjoyment of it all. All right. Yeah. Um. Right. The high magic. This. There's hours in order to practice magic. You have 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 9 o'clock. All right? That is a.m. and p.m. Those are high magic times. So if you are um, having sex during those particular time periods, especially during a full moon, let me say that again, especially during a full moon, then um, women, um, the ability in order to skeet, skeet, skeet increases even more. Okay, even more is because that full moon gives you that um give you that um ability in order to fully release your emotion because this is why they said doing full moons for the lunatics for the lunar uh, phase of the moon the full moon but in that same way that people can become lunatics you can actually use that lunar energy to um self into greater um intensity 
bodily intensity such as doing the ski, ski, ski. What about intimacy during the eclipse? All right, intimacy during the eclipse, um, we wouldn't necessarily recommend that. You have to definitely be into some serious sex magic. All right, some serious sex magic you would have to be. Now, what I mean by that is because during sex magic, um, the male and female both have to be thinking of the same thing simultaneously and actually bring each other to um, orgasm approximately the same time in order to manifest what you want into existence. And to do it during a, um, an eclipse, all right? Now, now check this out. Now, during an eclipse, now think about the word eclipse. All right. When you think of the word eclipse, you're thinking of something being cut or being um, ciphered off. So, in a sense, you're not getting the full benefit of it. Okay. So, we don't recommend per se doing that during a um, an eclipse. All right. Now, during a new moon, we recommend that you do it. Because on the new moon, if you and your mate are thinking the same thing simultaneously, then y'all can manifest what y'all want much quicker because during the new moon, that symbolizes like a, a gateway is open. All right? And so you can draw down the energy from the astral plane in order to uh, manifest what you want into existence much faster, all right? If you are uh, relieving something, all right, you're healing, all right, your body and everything, then you would do that during the waning periods of the moon. If you are building something and you're trying to manifest something, for example, if you have a test or if you have um, some plans that you need to do, then these are the times that during the waxing moon, you will have sex, all right? So there are times, and remember the high magic times are 12, 3, 6, and 9, all right? A.M. and P.M., all right? And remember, you talked about that between um, 3 to 5 a.m. in the morning, that is the activation of the lungs. So let's say during that time period, you're having sex between 3 to 5 a.m. in the morning, right? You're doing these breathing exercises that we talked about, and then both of you are able now to focus on the desired result. And during that time, let's say there's a full moon or a new moon, then whatever you think of and manifest as far as the ejaculation, as far as um, the orgasm, as far as the thoughts that y'all have within your mind, and then y'all got to feel it, got to be felt to such an intent that y'all able to see it, feel it, smell it, whatever it is that y'all thinking about, y'all have to put as many characteristics to it as possible. And the more you can do that, the faster it comes, all right? And it manifests, all right? So maybe use that as a skill in the bag habit or maybe for communication with one another? Right. The communication 
poor habits, um, cutting out um, negatives and uh, you know habits that can possibly that can possibly be done during the eclipse, right? So let's say you want to stop smoking, um, you want to stop drinking, you know, or whatever the case is, that can be done. That's what we're talking about. If you have mastered this, because we, we wouldn't say just start and jump to a eclipse and try this, right? You had to have been doing this the whole time with the sun and moon cycle, all right? And then once you get to that level, when you feel that you and your mate have manifested quite easily what you're wanting to existence, then we say you can jump into that level, um, especially if you're dealing with habits in which that needs to be eradicated. Then you can do the eclipse, like we say, ciphering off something, cutting off something, you know, that would be the best time to do it, all right? Right. Well, actually, some of this is within Islam. That's why I called, um, that's why I spoke about the sex life of a Muslim, um, which is a book written by Imam Misa, who is known as Dr. Malachi of New York. Um, um, that was um, one of the um, best books in my early years of reading about the sex life of a Muslim. Um, so um, he speaks about that in there, about certain doors, about how to focus your mind. Um, I mean, and really, the sex magic is within each of the um, esoteric schools of the religions. Sufism of Islam, Kabbalistic teachings of Judaism, Gnostic teachings of Christianity, the Zen of the Buddhist, Taoism, all right? So it's in these various esoteric schools. We've just forgotten this information, okay? And we're not finished. We're going, we're going to have, we're going to go into um, um, more of the practical um, exercises tomorrow. We're not finished. But we finished with today's lesson, but we're going to get more into um, the, um, the actual meanings behind the positions, what they mean, what they do for the bodies and the organs, and so forth and so on. Because this is information that you haven't been taught, and you and you need to know this information. All right. So, yo, as usual, yo, we love y'all participating, love y'all coming on, love y'all listening, and yo, as we say, we are out. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.